Thank you for joining us today at the Chai Academy and welcome to the Chai Center. We are in the middle of a course called Jewish Ethics and Beliefs and each class is self-encapsulated. You'll be able to, if you're, if you're just, you're a newbie, you'll be able to understand this class um, even though you have not seen um, previous classes on this course. So it's a self-contained class. Please feel free to share this. Tell other people this class takes place unless there's an emergency or a conflict Monday through Thursday at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. So so we have um, we have discussed Bikr Cholim, visiting the sick, parachaplaincy, we have um, discussed the idea of charity, and t today there's there's an incredible Mishnah. Mishnah is Mishnaic law, and Mishnah is written thousands of years ago. And the Mishnah says there are a few mitzvahs, a few deeds, actions, higher. Um, a few actions that we do where we will merit reward in this world and in the next world. One of them is visiting the sick. So that got me thinking, what about the others? And so today we're going to focus on two very important mitzvahs. And once again, this is not just a, this is, this is universal kindness. And realize the, the promise of reward in this world and in the world to come is not just a, a Jewish reward, but a, a you know a, a inclusive um, reward, and and it's very rare that the Mishnah would say something like this that you get rewards in this world and that next world. The Mishnah is law. The Mishnah is not ethereal. It's not Kabbalistic. It's very it's very antithesis of Kabbalah. Kabbalah was taken out of the Mishnah. So the fact that the Mishnah says that there are a few mitzvahs where we can get reward in this world and the next is, is actually mind-boggling. Hello, Don. So, so the, the two I wish to, to discuss today is one of them is called Hachnosas Orchem. Hachnosas Orchem means providing for the guests. Providing for the guests is, is, is broad, etc. So we'll, we'll try and, and tackle many parts of it. Um, how, however, we do know, we do know Hachnasas Orchem. The Torah mentions it very early on in, in, in Genesis, where the Torah mentions that Abraham and Sarah used to entertain guests and they developed a large following. They had guests, they basically pitched their tent or their compound of tents on, on a busy crossroads. The Talmud tells us each these tents had doorways facing all sides. So no matter which direction you come from, north, south, east, and west, you were able to come into this, this, um, th this glorious tent, get some water, get some food, get some shaddai, and um, and and th that's the Torah mentions this about Abraham and Sarah. The Torah omits many things about Abraham and Sarah. 
We know from the Midrash, Abraham was, was thrown into a furnace because he disobeyed the king of the time, you know, the chief of the tribe. Um, and this, this king of his fiefdom um, was angry at Abraham and um, threw him into a furnace that he was not harmed. Torah doesn't mention it. You, we have that through, through um, the Midrash. But Torah itself mentions the, the, the guests, and it, in fact, so much so that Abraham was 99 years old when he circumcised himself. 99. When he took a knife to himself. I mean, uh, don't, God, don't test me. And, um, and, and, and it was on the third day of his circumcision. And the Torah tells us that he was talking to God. God was visiting him, visiting the sick, and he sees guests. He sees people walking. And he tells God, I'm no Sava, please, please, God, excuse me, I'll be right back. But let me go and bring these guests in to my tent. So you tell me, talking to God or taking care of guests? Abraham made his decision that talking that, that, that talking to God is, 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 God would not mind, God would not mind, you know, if he went to entertain the guests that were weary and, um, and, and, and needed, and needed sustenance and needed hydration, et cetera, et cetera. So it would, it's just, it's just, in, just incredible. Um, the, 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 it's not only, by the way, it's not only, inviting a guest, a traveling guest, etc. But um, it is also it, it is also just inviting people to one's home. Inviting people to one's home. You know, um, my, my first years as a rabbi and, and you know, before, um, uh, I have an interesting story, but before that, every Friday night, we had, we had guests in our house before one of our kids got sick. And um, and that was part and parcel of what we did. Now, it and and these guests are not just guests that live out of town, but guests from your community, entertaining people, especially on a Shabbat, or entertaining people that just had a loss, or just had a birth, or just had, and you're helping the family um, get through this good time, this bad time, whatever it may be, is all part and parcel of entertaining guests um, it, it is um, it, it, it was one one great rabbi said that is actually a a segula it's a talisman for long life talisman maybe that's the reward in this world maybe he, he zeroes in on it perhaps and says that the talisman is you will get a long life by inviting guests you know back um, growing up, Growing up, I, I was born in London, England, but even even when my parents, even when my parents um, came to the United, emigrated to the United States, my father Friday nights used to um, my and my mother had no idea who was coming. But Friday nights after synagogue services, he used to go over to people and say, "Welcome" or "Hello," or "Do you want to come to us tonight?" My mother had no idea if it was two, if it was four, if it was seven. But it was it was just an open house. It was it was uh, we had a, we had this open door policy. 
and um, and 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 once again, it didn't matter which country. We we um, we just people used to come into our house, and and um, my mother knew just make a lot of food. You know, don't just make you know you know chicken for five or chicken for seven. Make chicken for twelve, etc. Um, now, Hachnosas Orchim is not once again not only food, but Hachnosas Orchim could also be. Do you need a ride somewhere? Can I get you something? Can I go shopping? I know you you're busy. You're taking care of your aging mother. Um, can 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 I can I help? That's also all part and parcel of of Hachnosas Orchim. Um, uh, at the high center in our bylaws, which was which is bylaws, uh, you know, must be 28 years old, 29 years old, something like that. Our bylaws state that as long as the high center is open, when its doors are open, in other words, you know, 10 o'clock at night, not necessarily the case, but as long as somebody's here and is able to answer the door, which is now locked due to security, uh, we must have hot water brewing. It's in the bylaws with coffee and tea and some form of cookies or biscuits or wafers, something in case somebody stops by and they want to use a the restroom, they should also be able to make a coffee. They should also be able to grab something to eat. So that's that's in the bylaws. So we're very serious about it. You know, when our you know, we have a kettle of water that boils seven days a week. It's it, it's here and it's uh you know, there's we have a closet, a biscuit closet, where, and and that's part and parcel of of hachnosas orchen, where you just do anything you can for guests, whether traveling guests or guests who who uh, who are not traveling, living in neighborhood or whatever. So it's it's um it's and and it 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 is a is a tremendous tremendous thing now. We spoke about how there are apartments in in um, in Manhattan on the Bikacholim visiting the sick. There are apartments in Manhattan if your loved one is in Lenox Hill or Columbia, Columbia Presbyterian or Mount Sinai. That there are these apartments that people can stay in um, to visit their loved ones while their loved ones are in hospital and they come from out of town. Right? There's 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 there are also apartments all over the world, but I think it's orchim.org, O-R-C-H-I-M.org, I think that's what it is, is they have hundreds of rooms for people who have come to town. They're visiting a loved one. It could be a hospital, not a hospital. Someone just is into, in town and doesn't have the money to spend at a hotel, 150 bucks a night. They have hundreds hundreds somebody's in an emergency in the hospital yeah so so that we spoke about but this is just in general or you're here because you know your your, your child is going through a hard time a divorce and you want to give your child you know a couple of weeks of your time but you have nowhere to stay contact them and they have hundreds of apartments in in Brooklyn, Williamsburg, Borough Park, I mean, you know, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of beds. It's just an amazing, an amazing thing. But they're not the only one. They're not the only one. Um, I remember we I was going to 
Texas. I had to go to Texas for my kid um, to a hospital there. And and one of my colleagues growing up, one of, he was a classmate, so he has a, a Chabad house that's very close to the hospital. So I called him to say, you know, what time is service and all this. He goes, Yaakov, Yaakov, that's my name, right? He says, listen here, I have a hotel, no charge, for guests who are coming to the hospital. You're no different, because I know you. And he goes, you're here, you're my guest. How many people? Right? That's his Chabadas. His Chabadas is a hotel, and it's a full-service hotel. Because he called me the day of travel and said, I see you arriving at 10 o'clock. He told me, my staff told me arriving at 10. All right, um, any special dietary requirements? Um, you know, steak, chicken, fish, dairy, tell me, you know, it's all glock kosher, et cetera, et cetera. So my wife is vegetarian, pescatarian, she only eats fish. So I told him, you know, um, and, and, and it was there, right? So this is, this is in Houston. And um, it's right by Arthur Anderson, and and um, and other places, and it's just it's just amazing. That all goes under the banner of Hachnosas Orchim. So, next time someone asks you for a ride, give them a ride. Say, okay, sure. It's three minutes out of your way. Big deal. You know, there's there was um, a fellow in Brooklyn. His name is Chaim Tashkent. His name is Chaim Horowitz. He comes from Tashkent. So that's why he was called Chaim Tashkenta. So um, and one time I'm driving in the streets of Brooklyn, and this character on Biolite, he opens my door. Why my door is unlocked in Brooklyn, who knows? He, shut, he sits down, and he goes, the optician. So I said, what optician? So he looks at me in Yiddish, and he goes, far, far, just drive, just drive. Anyway, he gives me directions. It wasn't far. And he gets out, he goes into the optician, he comes back in, and he goes, Nemirahim, take me home. See, so take him home. What it cost me, 10 minutes. And, and um, it's really just, Hachanasas Archim is being there, sensitive enough to help somebody. And it, could, it, 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 it doesn't matter, and this is, this, is, this is a key component, it doesn't matter if it's difficult for you or not difficult for you. It doesn't matter if it's a big mitzvah or a small mitzvah. Hachnosas Orchem gets you long life. Hachnosas Orchem gets you a reward. So if somebody asks you for help, um, it comes under the banner of tzedakah, of course. So does visiting the sick, and so does um, burying the dead, and so, do, right? It, it all comes under the banner. But Hachnosas Orchem specifically is long life. If you have any questions on that, now's a good time before we go to our next one. So that's called Hachnosas Orchim. The Mishnah then continues and says Hachnosas Kala, which means helping out the bride. So it's not the bride per se, it's it, but it's making sure that the bride is not embarrassed at her wedding and, and the bride enjoys her wedding. So just so you know, back, thank God, thank God this is this custom is, is done or whatever this shenanigans. It used to be that, that there's such a thing called a dowry. 
that the father of the bride had to give a substantial amount of money to the groom. And if he didn't give the groom whatever the custom was in that town, we're talking about in Eastern Europe, they used to break off the engagement. I mean, it was, it was you know, uh, I, I, I've never seen it where an engagement is broken off for that reason. So, so but, but the idea is alive and well is that the bride and groom um, should be taken care of. So nowadays we don't have to worry so much about a dowry. We do, have, there is a ketubah where the groom says, I'm gonna support my bride with food and clothing and love and support. And my, my, my bride is gonna support me likewise, etc. But the hachnosas kala, which by the way, it, it's very clear in Jewish law. This is code of Jewish law. Once again, not Kabbalistic. It says that if you have money raised to build a shul, a synagogue, you're allowed to take from those funds to help a bride and groom get married. If you have money allocated to buy a Torah, you're allowed to take money. You're allowed to take money from that Torah fund to help a bride and groom. And it's not considered, um, you know, you're pilfering the fund. It's you're enhancing the fund. You're making the fund extra holy. The Torah can wait. The building can wait. The bride and groom can't. And that's halacha, that's Jewish law. Talk about a value. Um, what did Jacob get? Yeah, so um, the father of the bride gave, uh, gave, uh, Jacob got very wealthy in the end from Laban. But yeah, he had to work for many years. Um, maybe maybe that's why they started the dowry. So nobody should be like a Jacob. Now, um, it, it is, it is um, it's not easy. It's not easy to, to, um, to marry off a child because there's so many expenses, right? There's the wedding hall, the caterer, the, the, the florist, the photographer, the, the liquor, the uh, um, videographer, the band, the, the, right? the, the um, coordinator, there's the invitations, there's the chuppah. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Truth be told, it's obscene. It's obscene. Yes, it's a happy time. And yes, you should spend money. But no, you should not get into debt where you're going to be suffering for years to come. Right? You should not. Now, having said that, there are people who, who don't have a lot of money and they um, need help. And so there are this Hachnasas Kala funds. And, and, um, there's this woman that sits in the streets of Brooklyn. She's, she's, to me, she's one of the most righteous people I've ever met. I send her a monthly check. I try to anyway. Um, and what she does is she is a wedding coordinator. But with her coordination comes, she'll pay the, the musician, she'll pay the flowers, she'll pay um, for a, a, a the bride and groom's clothing for their wedding um, and and she'll pay uh, some other stuff she will pay the checks she'll others you know she won't necessarily give you the checks but she'll and and um, she'll also pay for beds you go into the store and um, and you say you know Devorah Benjamin sent me and they say oh okay so these are the beds we offer 
and they're yours free of charge. Where do you want it to deliver? Oh, you want a little bit of better quality? Okay, so you have to add $150 to it. And that's how, and that's how she works. It's amazing. I mean, she sits in, in, on a street corner with a credit card machine and, um, and she raises a million dollars. And when someone gets engaged, they call her. Just, just amazing, just amazing. So when I was engaged to be married, it was my turn. And uh, I was ready, you know, my, my, my parents were, you know, were ready. And then my sister got engaged. And my other sister got engaged. And even though it wasn't their turn, they, they got married first. So the time it came to my wedding, my parents were in, in dire straits. They just paid two weddings a week before mine and three weeks before the first one. So I didn't want to burden my parents. And I went to a couple of friends and I said, I'd like to borrow some money. So it's not an obstacle on my parents. So they're classmates, the colleagues. And what they did was they gave me money and they said, this is not a loan. It's a condition, it's not a loan. Helping a bride and groom get married is considered one of the greatest mitzvahs. So we don't want the money back. What we want you to do when you're in a position, pass it on. And that's what I did. Because it's well known in, in, in Jewish circles that to help a bride and groom get married is, is just one of the greatest things you can do. There are, there's an organization called Ten Yad, T-N-Y-A-D. They just raised, I think, like $5 million a few weeks ago. What they do is a bride and groom get engaged. The bride contacts Ten Yad and they give her, they give her a wedding dress, which she gives back and then they clean it and they, and they uh, alter it for the next person. Also, other dresses for the week of the celebration. They give linens. They give pots and pans and, and cutlery and, and plates and, and uh, um, you know, other, other appliances. They just give it. They just give it. You need to, your, your rabbi has to say, yes, I know them. Yes, she is engaged. That's it. And, um, and I don't know if it's geographic. I'm, I'm not sure, honestly. But um, I know I've been asked a couple of times to vouch, and, um, and, and it's, just, it's just amazing. And as I said, because people know the value, so Tanya just had a, a, a virtual fundraiser with a concert, virtual concert, and they raised $5 million or something, some astronomical money, amount of money like that. Just, just incredible. There is also gemachs where uh, a bride and groom, they can pretty much get anything they need, right? Oh, this person just got married on Thursday. There's a wedding on Sunday. Have our flowers. And there's a clearinghouse. Oh, you, you just, uh, candles and candelabras, take it. We just got married. It's, it's yours. Uh, you know, table settings. Um, um, wigs. There's a gemach for wigs. Someone can't afford a, a shaito, you know, in orthodox circles they wear wigs. Um, so they have, they have, they, they get these wigs very expensive. They, they either get them new or they get them, you know, you know, refurbished. They washed and cut and set, whatever it's called. And, um, and, and, and it's just, it's just an amazing, an amazing mitzvah.
and 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 the the gemach, which is like a, a free loan fund. Sometimes it's a loan, sometimes it's not. But it it is it is it's just an an incredible, an incredible, incredible mitzvah. So these are two things that the the Mishnah says you will be rewarded. Rewarded. So if if um another part of Achnas's kala is going to the wedding. The Talmud says that that to go to a wedding and dance in front of the bride and groom is an incredible, incredible mitzvah. So realize that next time you get invited to a wedding, you say, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? I'm not in the mood, this and that and the other, whatever, go, just go. You go and and you, you, um, you, you, you know, even if you stay for a few minutes, but you, you enhance the bride and groom. There's another part to Hachnasat Kala, and that is basically um, if the Kala doesn't have, if the bride or groom doesn't have parents, so you, you find people to walk her down the aisle. Um, you you um, just help along the process. You know, if, if they're bereft of parents or if they, uh, you know, and by the way, I think the Mishnah says it, or the Talmud says it, one of the greatest mitzvahs ever is the a poor bride marrying an orphan, is you can't get more of a hachnasas kala than that. You can't get. So it, it's attending the wedding. It's being celebratory at the wedding. It's giving a wedding gift. These are all part of hachnasas kala where you set this young couple up and you make them feel special and, um, and, and it should be just a memorable time in their life and not one where they feel um, just just terrible. Um, I was at a wedding recently. I was at a wedding recently. A lot of people came to the wedding, but all of a sudden, these three or four dancers came. And what they do is they go from wedding to wedding. They don't charge. They hear about weddings. And they bring props and they bring, you know, and, and and they're incredibly good dancers, and they dance with the groom, and they dance with the family, they dance with this, dance with that, and the only the the raison d'être is 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 to make the wedding a happy time. Um, I, I was I was in Brooklyn. Couple, this goes back a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, where I get a text from somebody I know to say I'm at a wedding in Brooklyn, and very few people are here. Could you come? I didn't know the bride. I didn't know the groom. But I came. As if I did. So that way it wasn't a, a you know, it wasn't an event, you know, a nebbish affair, but rather it was more of a, you know, and, and people started to come and come and come. And and um, I, I guess both these young kids didn't have large families. Um, maybe they were new to community. I don't know them, new to the community, but the idea is alive and well. Is um, There was a, a broadcast sent out asking people to come, not to eat, to come and celebrate. That is Hachnasat Kala. Um, <laughs> I think it was 1996, there was this blizzard I think it was actually New Year's, I think. I think it was a New Year's blizzard, I think. There was a wedding in the Huntington townhouse. 
and it was an incredible blizzard and it was a local family anyway so I had this uh, fellow pick me up who had front-wheel drive and he had to all-wheel drive and it was a terrible blizzard um, um, and I'll answer you in a second Don. so and and um, and nobody came to this wedding however there were those in, in Brooklyn heard about it now remember locals didn't come you couldn't get out it was really bad they came and they came by Long Island Railroad they came they didn't know these people and they came in a blizzard to the Long Island Railroad and the chuppah was outside by the way and it was insane it was insane it was but it was um but it was a very incredible wedding something I witnessed and uh, I was invited I showed up so the question is um, what can be done when one is is the guest um, and that one is new to a community and those there who should act as host don't do over the course of many social occasions so it's 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 I don't know if you can judge them Don if somebody you know obviously we all have to be warm and embracing it's a must um, you know we, we, we don't we don't know an individual's circumstance we just don't know. We have no idea, none. Um, I'm sure people wonder about myself. How come I, I, I stopped inviting? I mean, many people know, may not know particulars, but um, it's not because I wanted to stop inviting. It's it was something happened. You know, spaghetti hit the fan. Um, so it, it the idea is maybe post COVID done is invite them first invite them first you um you 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 say so you'll be you there's a saying in in the there's a saying in the Talmud the mokim shein ish ishtadel lias ish in a place where there's nobody to to act you be that person right in the place where there's no man ishtadel lias ish you you take it upon yourself to be the man right be a man is what it's saying so um, you take, right? you, you could be a host as well, new to a community, you can be a host. We should host one another, we should take care of one another, and um, we should be sensitive to, to, um, to know the needs of, of one another. Um, so having said that practically, if there's something I can do, please feel free to contact me, rabbi at thechaicenter.com, and um, you know, and, and uh, when we hear, when we hear of a woman who gives birth, when we hear of somebody in the hospital, let's try and organize meals, you know, meals on wheels. Let's try and organize where, where we give to the family food for a week. I think we've done that before, and we should do that again. God bless. Please feel free to share, and we'll be in touch.